Hey, hey, welcome to Selling with Sandra. My name is Sandra Carter. I'm a commercial real estate agent and I've been in the game for over 20 years. So I want to teach you the habits, the tricks, the tools and the hacks to be exceptionally good at selling in whatever field you're in. I'm here to unlock the secrets of successful selling and share the habits that separate the pros from the rookies. So buckle up because we're about to take your sales game to a whole new level. Whether you're a seasoned pro or you're just getting started, you are in the right place to supercharge your sales skills. Let's dive in, folks. Hey, hey, hope you're well and welcome to episode 50. We made it. Bit of a milestone, really. I was told that most people only do seven episodes, so we're at 50, and I wanted to make this one a little bit more important, and I've been waiting to record it because there's been a lot of things that have been kind of in the way with school holidays, and we went away, and I've been under the pump starting my new business, and really, I've just had a chance to pretty much lock the door, lock the dogs out, uh, switch the phone off, and sit down and record this. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over what I think are the most important things that came out of the last 49 episodes. So here we go. My top nine takeaways from my entire podcast so far for you. So the first thing is self-care is a non-negotiable. Now this is very first episode. Episode one was it's all about you. And what that meant was Sales is a full contact sport and you really must take care of yourself if you want to be successful. And really, that's what you've got to do in life as well as. It's not just about sales. It's about, you know, we want longevity and we want to be feeling our best selves. And if you don't look after yourself, that's not going to happen. So you need to prioritize self-care for your mental and your physical well-being. You know, taking time to look after yourself, it, it just affects everything. And It affects productivity, it affects happiness, health, your mindset. Mindset is a critical element to to success because you need to have a strong mindset to be able to keep going and it's the roller coaster ride of sales that you have to be able to, to assess it every day and take it on because it's not always good. There are bad bits and you have to, if you've got a good mindset and you can face things with a clear mind and analyze and work out how to what to do next and not get overwhelmed. Now, if you're not well mentally or physically, you can't do those things. So you need to really look after yourself and make sure that, you know, it's put put your, your mask on first. It's like when the oxygen drops from the, the roof of an aeroplane and they say, put your, your mask on first. You need to look after yourself if you're looking after other people, if you're looking after a business, if you're looking after your own business, you need to make sure that you are a priority. So you got to do things like get loads of sleep, exercise, eat well, make sure that you are thinking of yourself first rather than last. I used to have massive guilt for not putting everyone else before myself. And it, you know, it's burnt chop syndrome. If when your mother when your mother makes dinner and there's one chop that's burnt, she's going to give it to herself every time. But I've since discovered something. Like my kids, they actually appreciate when I'm looking after myself. So when I get up in the morning and go off to the gym, they're a bit more uh, cordless now. So they're getting up in the morning and they're they're making their own lunches, which might not sound like a big deal. They're twin. They're, t- they're tweeny boppers. They're not quite you know, 
they're not driving or anything like that, but they're quite capable of making their own lunches and their own breakfast. And they prefer to do that anyway, because whatever I make isn't, you know, I don't want to eat that. So it's given me time back in the morning and my husband as well, who was normally the one who was doing the heavy lifting with the kids. But, you know, instead of being here and having to worry about that stuff, I get up and I go and do my own thing. I go to the gym and they're like, oh, you're going to the gym today, mum. So, you know, it's they actually, nobody's giving me <laughs> the skanky side eye and saying, why are you doing that for yourself? And what I'm teaching them is it's okay to prioritize your health. It's okay to prioritize yourself. So you need to be setting the bar and making sure that what you're doing, because they're watching you, and I've said that before, whatever you're doing, your kids are watching and they're learning habits from you. So if you show them that it's okay to look after yourself and you are looking after yourself, that gives them a kind of level of comfort because they think mum or dad or whoever is going to be around for a while because that they're making it a priority to take care of themselves. So don't feel guilty. Lose the guilt. Look after yourself. Show other people it's okay. Show other people that you prioritize your own health. It's okay to want to last a long time. There's nothing wrong with that. Now that leads into number two, the power of good habits. And they kind of work with each other. Looking after yourself is a good habit to have. But other habits are looking after your time management and, you know, making sure that you're not doing things that are counterproductive Here's a little story. Four years ago, I quit drinking. Best thing I've ever done. That was a bad habit for me and it completely changed my life. Now, if you're a smoker or a drinker, those are habits that are not going to serve you well, big picture. So I found that it gave me back my clarity. It gave me back mindfulness and it allowed me to really be able to tackle any problems that came my way because I had a clear mind. And it's it's like making life choices, good habits, you know, getting up early, the 5 a.m. club. I'm a big fan of the 5 a.m. club, still am. Um, if, I, if I get up at 6, I've slept in. So, you know, my husband was rolling his eyes. And I'm like, we slept in at 6 o'clock. And he's like, that's not a sleep in. But, you know, it, it feels like it now. When you've done something for so long, a habit just becomes a lifestyle. And that's really what you want to get into. You want to, every time you're doing something you know is not is going to have an adverse effect, you want to switch it up. So the power of good habits. Episode seven, five habits that will change your life. So listen to those. Now, number three is embracing failure as a learning opportunity. Now, I've taken this out of several different episodes and I've kind of amalgamated them into this number three point. Now, failures are a valuable stepping stone towards success. When you miss out on something or you miss out on a deal, something falls over, someone beats you to the to the punchline, you know, you need to use this to create fuel in the belly, fuel the fire to keep going. You need to dig deep, breathe, step back, regroup and go again. Just keep going because the difference between people that succeed and people that fail entirely is their capacity to keep going when things are hard and when the chips are down. If you get snowed and you can't get back up, you will fail. You failed and you are, you have failed, full stop. But if you can leverage your failure, learn from your mistakes, dust yourself off, 
dust yourself off and keep going. It's such an important aspect to your success because we're all going to face failure. It's going to happen and it's just part of it. And it only becomes the end if you lay down and let it become the end. If you get back up and keep going, it's not the end. It's just a bump in the road. So you need to shift your mindset from fearing failure to actually embracing it because you're going to learn something from it every time. And it also means that you're building resilience. It's like that's that muscle. And this is another totally different episode that I've massaged into this one, but you're building your resilience muscle so you can take on the next one. And you know, it swings and roundabouts, it's roller coasters, and that's what sales is all about. And there's an old saying, it's bones on chicken on Sunday, bones on Monday. And that's what sales is all about. But you you just need to make sure that you have enough resources in your toolbox so that you can manage those those failures and learn from them. So number four is the value of connections. Now, episode eight was build a moat around your database. Now, this is such an important aspect to selling. You need to make sure you are looking after your clients and that you are their go-to. You may think there's plenty more fish in the sea and you can burn people, but you cannot. And the reason being is there's no six degrees of separation anymore. It's only about two. And when things are really tough, you are going to need to rely on your database and your clients and you need to make sure that you've kept them close to you. Don't get the deal done, churn and burn, get on to the next one, find a new victim. Don't do that. You need to make sure that you're always revisiting your database and keeping a moat around your database so that you are touching base with guys that you're working with, that you've worked with historically. And you know, they may, you might not even have done a deal with someone, but you want to keep letting them know you're always there if they ever want to get anything done. So then you become their go-to. So relationships are so important. And it's, it's almost, actually, I was listening to a podcast with a fellow in it the other day who said that he likes the dance of meeting a new client and making them fall in love with him. And I just thought that was fab, fabulous because he wasn't, not, he wasn't afraid to talk about it and he was like he it's almost like when you're courting someone and there's a thrill in the chase and he loves to build a relationship fight, meet them build a relationship with them make sure that they fall in love with him and how great is that if all of us looked after our clients like that then you wouldn't need a lot of clients to be successful and really it's a when we're working in commercial real estate particularly it's a very small pond we're swimming in and usually, you know, the big fish, you're dealing with them again and again and again. Typically, most people buy seven commercial properties. So you want to make sure that you're looking after your clients and whatever you're selling, it's going to be the same thing. And, they, you know, whether they're buying houses or whether they're buying Coca-Cola or whatever, you need to make sure that you're touching base with your clients and looking after them. So number five is the importance of continuous learning. Remember, learning is earning. You need to read, read, read. Listen to episode five, sorry, episode seven. It's the five habits that will change your life. Now, the role of curiosity and a growth mindset is the key to personal development. So you want to listen to podcasts. You want to read self-help books. You want to keep improving yourself. 
And like Jim Ron said, don't wish it was easier, wish you were better. And how are you going to do that? By reading and educating yourself. So make sure that you are continuously learning. Like there's so much information out there. There's YouTube. You can pretty much Google anything you want to find out about, anything you want to learn about, whether it's AI, podcasting, selling, I don't know, putting together a bicycle, whatever you want to learn about. The information's at your fingertips. We are so incredibly lucky to live in this this age where, you know, we have Google and Google knows everything and I, you know, take it with a pinch of salt. But, you know, at least... If you're curious about something, stay curious. Have that childlike curiosity because, again, learning is earning. So keep educating yourself. So now I'm repeating myself and I'm going to stop right there and go on to the next one, which is setting and achieving goals. Number six, you want to set goals so that you can celebrate the goals because it'll keep you motivated. Also, if you don't set goals and you don't know what you want, you cannot possibly, under any circumstances, get it. You have to plan. You have to write down what you want. Now, I've said this before. I have a little notebook. In fact, now on my desk right now, I've got four of them. And I scribble down goals. I scribble down what do I want to achieve. I scribble down the 10 things I'm going to make happen in a week. Now, this is not a to-do list. This is big picture stuff. So, getting the contracts done for a particular property. I'm going to make sure I do whatever whatever it is. But I have it in my car. I'm scribbling it down at the lights. I've got it in my handbag. If I'm in a waiting room at the doctor's, I'm making plans, long-term goals, short-term goals, you know, 10-year goals. It, you, you just have to keep writing stuff down because what it does is it activates your subconscious mind to get to the point where you want to go. It's like that old adage, a ship without a sail, that's bobbing around the ocean, has no direction, your goals are your sail. You want to make sure you put those goals out there so that you're going in where you want to go. There's no point getting up and just bobbing around out there, people. You want to be doing things for a reason. So, yeah, it's pretty simple when you look at it like that. Okay, so number seven, stop worrying about what other people think. Now, episode 40 is about this. So, You've got to realize people are fundamentally flawed. Not everybody is perfect. In fact, nobody is perfect. What you see on Instagram, TikTok, what you see in the ads, it's all doctored. It's filtered. It's not the real deal. So stop comparing yourself to this. You know, there's more going on in every situation than what you just see on social media. You cannot compare apples with apples because you are your own apple. There's no other apple like you. So just... Don't worry about it. Stop and stop worrying about what they think of you. You know, I've got this buddy, I've spoken about this before, and he just wouldn't advertise on LinkedIn or put stuff on LinkedIn because he had a, someone on there that was in the same industry, didn't want him to see it. It's like, don't worry about what he thinks. He's probably more worried about you. So that's the thing. Just forget what else is going out there, the white noise. You just need to do what you feel is the right thing to do in your heart. And like they say... What other people think about you is none of your business. So stop worrying about it. Now, if I had worried about what people thought, I wouldn't have done this podcast. When I was probably into episode 10, I had found out that somebody had said, what is this shit? 
uh, when I was at episode two and I only found out about it after episode 10. But by the time I got to episode 10, I had other people calling me, telling me how much they enjoyed it. So if I'd listened to the person who thought it was, didn't know what it was and thought it was rubbish uh, in episode two, I would have stopped. I would have stopped recording them and I wouldn't have kept going, but I didn't know about it because it was none of my business. And that's what you got to think about. Someone else's opinion and they might be having a bad day. Really, if you couldn't let it... I mean, people do so much damage by the things that they say to people. But when you hear stuff, just think of it as white noise. Because it shouldn't matter. Just keep going. Stop worrying about what other people think. Because it's what they're saying is probably not actually what they think. I have had seriously 27 aircrafts flying over my house and I'm not even in a flight path. I think they're all bug squashes, but I'm not sure what's going on. So I do apologize for the background noise of the uh, aircraft. Anyway. Okay, so number eight is get out of your own way. I brought this one up a few times. I brought it up in January in my what did I learn last year top three things. Get out of your own way is important because you shouldn't wait for things to be perfect and you should just get started and get stuff out there and stop overanalyzing everything. You know what? People just want you to be authentic anyway. They're not looking for perfection. People want to see the real you. So just stop trying to wait and make it perfect. Just get it done. So yeah, I love that saying, get out, throw it around a lot. I know that and I apologize, but it's so true. People really need to get out of their own way and just, I mean, if I hadn't got out of my own way, I would never have done this podcast, right? So there you go, out of your own way. And the final thing I wanted to say that I think is the most important thing about selling is you need to be true to yourself. You need to be doing something you believe in, something that you love, because if you don't love it, don't do it. Go and do something else. This is a hard game. This is a full contact sport. So all of my episodes that talk about what you should do, cold calling, all of those things, they will be like pulling your teeth out of your head if you don't believe in what you're doing, you don't believe in the product you're selling, and you don't love what you're doing. So I think, you know, if if you're trying to fit a square peg into a round hole and you're in the industry for the wrong reason, whatever you're selling, go, please, please, please find your calling. You need to listen to your inner voice and do what you're meant to be doing. Not just because, you know, I see a lot of people, especially in the market for COVID crazies, when real estate prices went through the roof, a lot of people came into the industry. A lot of people got into residential because they could make a lot of money. But things are changing now. And as my business partner said to me, the tide's going out. It was like shooting fish in a barrel. But it's it's actually stopped now and it's coming back in. And that's when it sorts the weed out from the chaff. So if you don't love what you're doing, whatever it might be, Whatever you're selling, vacuum cleaners, I don't care, ice to the Eskimos. If you don't love it, don't do it. So that's it. That's a wrap. That's episode 50. Wow, I'm so, I don't know. Just where did the time go? Where did the last year go? Now the the aeroplanes have gone and I've got a bird tapping on the window to try and get my attention. So, oh my goodness, this is Australia. Anywho, that's a wrap. 
My name's Sandra Carter. I'm a commercial agent. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and LinkedIn under Sandra Carter Commercial Agent. My new company is called Only Commercial. We had to have a bit of a name change, but that's a long story. It's actually a really short story, but we are now called Only Commercial. If you're looking to get into commercial real estate, give me a holler. You can find me uh, actually in the show notes below. I'll put my email address. Send me a quick hello. You can connect to me on LinkedIn as well as. I would love to have a chat and give you a hand and tell you how you can get into this fabulous industry. Keep selling hard. Um, Sell hard if you love selling hard and smash that glass ceiling.